0: Stephen Wonder superstition you're listening to Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2 this is happening now and as if to prove that fact <laughs> Who would let me, if that had been a pre-record, who would have kept that bit out? Someone, either Nick, the producer, or who's that over the way? Beyond all the tinsel, beyond all the Christmas glee, underneath his hat and his hypochondria, it's Matt Morgan. Yeah, yeah, for you. You are right, Matt? Yes. Why are well, you saying I'm a hypochondria? You're the one who's ill. You're ill as well? Don't drag me into it. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. i ill. Proper ill, I feel. I think it's a gastric bug.
1: I think it is too, from the smell. Is it a Judah bug?
0: What's, <laughs> what are your symptoms? Uh, I feel kind of ill, slightly elated and drugged and uh, that's it really that's all my symptoms everyone's got it it's going around it's going around isn't it um what do i want to talk to everyone about loads of things jeez over there he'll do a poem at the end of the show we might ring up noel gallagher shall we yeah not if he's going to be all belligerent i hope he's all in a gentle that's what you get from him that's what we like it's part of who he is isn't it there's no point judging him as we're live if you want to text us do then 88291 phone 0500 to 88291 only ring if you've got something important to say on these topics CHRISTMAS! Nah, no, Christmas, who cares now? It's weird, this is the... No, even this tinsel's depressing. It's gone depressing, is not it? It comes to that point where, it's just, where it just looks like it's in a bag in an attic. Attic tinsel. Oh, yeah. What about my lovely house, though, all Christmassy? Well, where's that all gone? Is that still there? It's still there. there a lot of There's a lot of real vines and greenery in touch with all the pagan origins of the Winter Festival. Did you ask for that? <laughs> No, they just done it when they came what out. Is it, who were those people? They like people who do it for shops and stuff? I think they'd done Jonathan Rossi's house. That's what I, the impression I picked name up. Name dropper? I will drop a name, drop a name, name, dropper. So what? I ain't boasting or nothing. Did you go around Jonathan Rossi's house over the Yule period? Nah, oh, I ain't been round his house since Halloween, as a matter of oh, fact. Always out. <laughs> no, if anything, we're closer than ever. Woohoo for that relationship. Um, yeah, so probably won't talk about. What about when do you stop knowing what day it is around Christmas? Around sort of a bit before Christmas Eve, you know, like yeah. it becomes Christmas Eve, so you don't know if it's Tuesday or a Wednesday or whatever. I don't know. Still, There's only today's radio show. Friday, Saturday, we do our Saturday day. We do our radio show, isn't it? Yeah, that must be that then. Uh, well, like over Christmas, of course, done lot of things, some Christmas celebration, Christmas arguments, usual Christmas thing. <laughs> but like uh also went round for a murder mystery at the Morgans. I went round Matt Morgan's family's house for the murder mystery. It was alright, wasn't it? Yes, you'd, um... Yeah, what do you mean? Why you, What are you going to start off I was going to have a go at you for spending £300 on your outfit. I looked bloody lovely, man from Del Monte. I know, you kept looking at yourself all you're... through the night. Oh, these boots are good. I'd wear these anyway. <laughs> Awful little baby boots. <laughs> brown leather boots. <laughs> they were nice, those that little ended in a boots. flat toe. Mm, that's what I liked about them. They looked Nordic. The kind of thing a Norse woman would wear. Woman? Well, right. Man. <laughs> so it made mate, no difference. He was dressed as Alan Wicker. <laughs> i looked brilliant no you I? looked good yeah 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 so, that's it's, like i was wearing like the, the murder mystery was a medical based murder mystery sir john snife or as we've learned about an hour in the evening evening surgeon's knife surgeon sir john based entirely on puns geez put his head in his hands disgusted by that pun but it'll turn up in one of his poems later mark my of course it will so he puts things in a poem doesn't he? express himself like and like about an hour in, we worked out that pun. I, I'd wore a moustache, Matt got it from me, down a joke shop, and I was eating parsnip soup and, uh, drinking coffee through it, and they were all mingling in it. And if it was like I'd been trading like places where he eats the salmon. Back of a yak, where all, it's all matted. It's back bum. of a yak, don't talk what his back. his moustache looked like. <laughs> yeah, it did look like back of a yak, don't talk back, didn't it? Because it was all all sort of... I up to trim his well. moustache. Like yeah. I was his wife. <laughs> and he was in an old people's home. <laughs> We've trimmed my moustache. Think of my dignity. It's giving me my soup. <laughs> you trimmed it. I didn't feel very relaxed about my lips. No, I can't bear those things. I'm surprised you can. If someone wants to cut my toenails, I, I, I won't let, let, them. let that happen. I wouldn't let anyone what, else cut my let, toenails. I you were standing up for me. What? Let someone Who else? Let that happen. Mate. No one's cutting your toenails, mate. I'll go to my bloody grave <laughs> for <before> I see <laughs> someone <laughs> over your toes, over my dead body, not in my name. Where's his ticker tape parade? His average age is nineteen. Look at him. So, the favourite bit of the evening... Well, your sister's dressed too provocatively, in my view. I don't wish to... Oh, I can't have an opinion on that. Well, all right, I'll have it for you. Too provocative, because they were nurses. Well, I think it was because... I thought they should have been much more matronly. Well, unless you go to a hospital to get a nurse's outfit, you're going to go to a joke shop. They come, you know, they, they... do sexy ones. Exactly. Luckily, your mum used to be a nurse, so she wore an actual nurse's uniform, so that yes. was less confusing. Hmm. Your mum kept calling my mum D. Spence, her, her name in the in the murder mystery throughout the evening, didn't she? Yes. And even when it was she about to be. You've been calling her else. that for weeks before. we had done quite good characters after. Where's Dee Spence and her son, <laughs> Russell? <laughs> well, she didn't call me Lance Boyle, which was my name. No. Nah. I think yeah, I... you yeah. a bit obsessed with your character, who's texting me all day long. Lance Boyle's <laughs> a proper doctor, you know. As soon as I arrive, I want to be treated seriously. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've been looking through some British Medical Association journals, and it turns out that my position is quite weighty. You're a radiographer. You must call me sir and defer to me in any actual situation. Yeah, I thought we... We got bored, nice. actually, because we weren't the murderer. It was and quite we... apparent, wasn't it? No, it well, didn't. your character was a bit involved. Mine was a complete phony yeah, there's a red area in your one. We could have cut you right out of the plot, because the only thing that yours was to do with... There'd been a murder, and yours was saying was scratch cards. Yeah. That's all it was, wasn't it? I was it? just doing a scam for scratch cards. Also, Russell told me to do a Kermit the Frog's voice. <laughs> That's good, yeah. So uh, he could out-act me. <laughs> so I had to talk like that all night. Whereas I was doing a brilliant voice, easy to sustain, authoritative and fun. So, like, my voice was brilliant and easily, yeah, but you just talked yourself into a cul-de-sac, didn't you? But we might, we're going to get into it. Well, you can go away for the weekend and be in character all weekend. Oh, yeah. Don't you think you'll struggle to stay in the character the whole time, though? No. Don't you think that? You wouldn't. Well, not you? don't know what kind of character... I mean, I'll stay in the character of me well enough, but, like, what about if it's... Uh, you know, what if you've got to be, I don't know, a German photographer or something? That'd what if you're Astrid Kirscher and you've got to befriend the Beatles and influence their style? That'd be amazing. You could just escape yourself for a whole weekend become that thing yeah i suppose so yeah all right that's positive i suppose fair enough all right we can do that well we're going to talk to someone later who's an absolute bloody expert so we need, we were not going to do this radio show will we before let's not bother but then we did it for some reason what was that reason loyalty to our listeners yes to our fans who we love who we live for we thought we'd do it for them guys so bloody well be grateful. I <laughs> can't tell them, listeners that. Don't tell them to bloody well be grateful. No. Oh, what then? We sound a bit tired, don't we? We, Come on, let's get really Woo! into it. Yes! Tram <laughs> stand. Run against tonight. Woohoo! Enfusiasm! Let's have a spasm! I'm going to feel with myself live on air! Oh, i cop for that! Right, I feel a bit more upbeat now. That's good. Right! Come come on, later, then. what? What emails you got? I got an email here from Maurice about a radio show. Go back to your microphone. Hold on, I had to get an email. Enthusiasm has
1: led you away from professionalism.
0: I know, that's the thing. It's very hard to maintain maintain enthusiasm plus professionalism. That is why Timmy Mallet is the foremost broadcaster in Britain. Enthusiasm, professionalism, all of it. Chris Akabusi. Chris Akabusi. Remember when he used to do record breakers? Record breakers! The enthusiasm level was so high. Whoa! so enthusiastic about like any of the records. You know that my book outsold the Guinness Book of Records over Christmas? That leads me to believe that my book is better than that, and also a record-breaking book. 112,000 oh, copies the week the before Guinness Christmas. Of Christmas number one. It would have to absorb your book yeah. in its next edition, and yeah. it would have to be pained by that. I'd want my book to be in the Guinness Book of Records as the best book ever. And that Guinness Book of Records will hate it. It will hate it being in there. It'll be like a little co-joined twin of a book, yeah. looking up at it, peering up at it, wetting itself so inside Does the it. Guinness Book of Records still sell a lot? Of course it does over well, that christmas could, well, that nigella lawson were my main rivals why but does that sell every them? year right because not all those like yes. so much of it must be the same as exactly the, year the same in mean, how many new records the are there a year that bloke with curly fingernails curly fingernail <laughs> bloke he's <laughs> never changing them two fat twins in dungarees that idiot with his curly moustache them idiots with their bearded bees dominoes dominoes going around oh can we just stop for a while on bearded bees man because like, that's well, a, have you have got some material on it. I've got eight minutes on this <laughs> now, yeah. and here are those eight minutes. Though from now, if this if, if, do, Why is it a beard? <laughs> Look, shut up! Because why did they invent beard bees? Why not a glove of pythons' wrists? Mm, or, because it be about two pythons. All right, um, uh, pants of moths. A thin moth pants. They should have a thin moustache of ants. Yeah, thin moustache of. What about. Why don't me and you get ourselves insect costumes, right? We'll have little uh, thin Nazi ant moustaches. We'll wear uh, butterfly bras. That'd be alright, wouldn't it? Yes. Crotchless I'll be over in the. Lizard week. knickers. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look, do you want to be in the Guinness Book of Records or I'll not? Just the lizards have we got old. Uh, what? Old I, what? Old I-Key! Ike! Ike! Come on, Aridis Show. We will support your crackpot theories. What next week? Ike's no, no. Ike's well, that's gonna... a good teaser for the listeners. Right, next week, Ike will David be on. David Ike will be on. And that Ike Turner. Someone more mad <laughs> and David... egotistical than
1: Russell. Hey,
0: ho, watch that space. Ike, Ike the lizard man's coming. I believe in a lot of Ike's theories and it's just a shame that he balls them up by saying Prince Philip is a lizard. When, uh, when I met Prince Philip, I was stood next to a dancing bird. Did I mention I met Prince Philip and the Queen? A dancing bird? I was yeah, like, yeah, uh, like she was an acrobat or something. Nice she was. They were from Russia. There was a man one and a woman one wearing sparkly white suits. I was next to the warm one prince who <laughs> sitting in the right place like that because i was next to her yeah dirty devil D- he was a bit there were i was watching his eyebrows they were extending outwards like shredded wheat coming towards me matt i thought oh, i me? wouldn't mind well they were going like a bramble or an enchanted wood Ugh. yeah they were they really come but i thought fair enough who cares he's all He's just got a laugh beard the bees why have I? have not really got material on it. I just say, why, why I think of that? Why would you go, let's well, have a beard of bees? because the danger of being stung, and so the worst place to be stung is on your face. Or the inside of your anus. <laughs> why not have a vibrator of bees? Because it would be stupid. <laughs> it's stupid to have and a beard of that. Them. That would have... Like... Record breakers even worse than it why was. Why don't they have a Guinness Book of Dirty Records? <laughs> I would mean, have you on the front cover without to sell the bookie work. In fact, <laughs> there probably is another name for it. My Russell Brand's Book of Dirty Records. What's <laughs> Guinness got to do with it? How did they get involved? How did Guinness elbow their way into the industry of records? What's yeah. it got to do with them? That's nothing, is it? Why not have the Magna's Book of Lies? Or something. <laughs> Carlsberg. Look, move. I don't know. I'm still a bit ill, but we're doing Alcohol better now. I sponsoring just... uh, things which are a lot, you know, there's a yeah. lot of sporting stuff like in like there. No, when McDonald's sponsors the Olympics, you think, come on, mate, you're not helping any of these people. If they so much as <laughs> go near a McDonald's, they'll be literally crippled by it. And I will go on the record saying McDonald's <laughs> causes people <laughs> to become crippled. No, it doesn't. Another like burgers are available. So does Burger King. Burger King does as well. Burger King, you bloody fools! I've got an email. here. Here from... If I said something wrong, then I don't mean it. Got an email here from Kate Sissons. Who could that be the daughter of? Why, it's none other than Peter Sissons, that sexy newscaster. Here is that email from Kate... ''Hi, Russell, my name is Kate Sissons. I just listened to the interview you did with my dad online. No way!'' ''She exclaims. He's an amazing person, my best friend, and the mutts nuts when it comes to reading the news. Nice one, darling. Kate!'' ''Kiss, kiss. P.S. He cracked me up. He said to me, ''Russell Brand is his mother Joe Brand.'' So, there you are. Kate Sissons, daughter of Peter Sissons. Judging from the email, she's late, mid to late teens, do you reckon? Mutts nuts? No, she's older than that. Muts nuts?! I'd say she was 28. Well within my jurisdiction. Imagine that. What if she's got a bit of a Sisson's face? Oh, actually, you fancy him. Well, yeah, but I don't know if I want a Sisson's face wife judging me. Russell, come to bed. It's time now for us to have Guinness World of Dirty Sex upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) We're going for the record of. You I'm know. going to tickle you with my long, curly fingernails. <laughs> <It looks laughs> my like ravita fingernails. I'm going to be tickling you all up and over your balls. Have a cracker breads are available. Uh, so, well, I'd like to talk to old Kate Sissons. Kate, if you're listening, give us a ring on oh five hundred two eight eight two nine one. Or, if you're someone else, you can ring us, but it better be bloody good or a better Bad. record, or something. John Sargent has got the same face as Joe Brand. John Sargent's got the same face as Joe Brand. Yeah. John Sargent, a news political fellow. Yeah. Joe Brand's calling this radio show in a minute. You bloody idiot! No, she's not. What does that sound like then, Matt? What does that sound like? That bit of paper. Joe Brand will call at some point during the show. Oh no! Right. I've Hang got- on. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> Look at you trying to wriggle out of it. What a little writhing rat. You little bald mole rat. No, John Sargent was on the this thing the other day. And I what looked, was it I called? John Sargent, sexy adonis. <laughs> <laughs> Why women want to do it with John Sargent? I, I met Joe Brown once and she went, she sort of we did, looked at each other and she went, hello, Soundhunt. Hello, mum. It was, it was the first time we'd ever met as if we both acknowledged that that happens all the time. Yeah. Like once I met a man and he, I think I've said it before on this radio man? show. Yeah, it was a right turn. He had his knob out. I met a man and he went, uh, well, of course I became aware of you. We were alone in a room. It was a weird atmosphere. Oh, I know about this. Once, he goes, well, of course, uh, I've, like, he'd already told me he was a gangster, which was intimidating enough. I'm a gangster. I solve problems for people. It was all camp. He sounded like a camp menacing gangster. I was alone mm. in the room. He wears he gloves. Chink- he had gloves on and he was drinking tea for, like he had a cup and saucer like that and he was did drinking did you really have gloves on because you absorbed that far too easily I just thought it would add to the story so I went did with you it. have gloves on no. gloves on, and then, <laughs> on the- <laughs> so why does that make it lie? just because I absorb it quickly was he holding a hot water bottle was he holding a hot water bottle <laughs> so, he? he had it under his bam bam because he said he had piles <laughs> so he had that under his bam bam. and he just goes uh, he goes well I solve people's problems I go for a walk with my dog in the woods sometimes I will just go off with a bag of coke and get a couple of prostitutes and go wild for an evening. How old was he? I don't know, 50. Oh, God. And so then he goes, uh, I first became aware of your work through your mother, Joe. And I thought, right, shall I explain to him that I'm not the son of Joe Brand or shall I just go... Yeah. And he went, I hope he knew and he was testing your metal. Testing my metal. <gasps> And he what? just thought, and as soon as she went, yeah, she's all right. He goes, what's your mother doing at the moment? I go, just concentrating on TV work. <laughs> I had to say <laughs> yeah, what she was but... up to and everything. I just thought, go with it. Who cares, I thought. It's better than getting... I thought we'll get bogged down in admin. Right, OK, yeah, send us an email if you want to. russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Later on we will be doing some stuff from our jingle competition. We will be talking to the creator of Murder Mystery Weekends, an author of The Joy of Murder, Vicious Cow. She's called Joy Swift. Which sounds like one of the pun, like pun names in the book, doesn't it? Hmm. What are you going mm for at me like that? Because I nearly was sick. <laughs> I just I'm got talking. a bit worried about Joe Brand and that uh, if I've offended her. You won't have offended Joe Brand. She won't be listening to the show. She's cool, isn't she? She's hardcore. She'll be all right. I thought you meant she's cool and hardcore, so she won't listen to our show. She will listen because of that reason. But if she is listening because of the she cool oh, of course yeah. she won't mind. Who cares? You know, she's all right. And she, she's got to her life. She's right as rain. So later on, jingle contest. How about that? Excited Good. about that? Yeah, bring that yeah. back. I bring it have a back. You the like... list. Mm-hmm. There's one on there that's specifically about me. Well, that oh, one. James Let's... Zabula. Matt's Item. Let's have a look at that. Hold on. James Zabula. Yeah, Matt's Item. There's only G ones. Another gay one. Nice. General, general. OK, Matthew, why don't we listen to Daniel Johnston, who I very much enjoy, with his record that he did, Impossible Love. Is this another scratchy little... Yeah, well, of course, that's the way he is. He's, you know, he's he to, to a do sort of... I don't think you can get him in there. He tried to. I think um, like then what's them teenage fan club tried to take him off somewhere. Did they? And he, <laughs> they said that it was annoying. Yeah, <laughs> 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 to go. On. Like remember when we spoke to him on the phone on this radio show? Go, oh, Daniel. Why did you try and crash your dad's aeroplane? I was out of my mind. I yeah. was <laughs> excited about it. Yeah, let's just listen to Daniel Johnston. Then we, whoa, we're happy. Daniel Johnston, Impossible Love. You know, I said jingle competition just now, Matt. You You did. It ain't a competition because this is the BBC. We're not allowed competitions at the moment because there's a lot of self-flagellation going on at the BBC because of all that madness. What What is it then? Uh, Let's call it. A race war. This is the jingle sh- <laughs> race
2: war <laughs>
0: between uh, Muslims and Christians. You have to guess which uh, which religion the competitor or contestant is, and then uh, see what it is or warrior is because in-, in the competition. I think it's a shame because I think we're witnessing the end of mainstream media culture, aren't we? Really, television slowly being dismantled. People with like you know sort of red top media trying to get a shot at the old BBC and the license fee. I like BBC. It'd be a shame when it's all gone, wouldn't it? Well, that's not going to go. It is, mate. You once said to me, people always need content, doesn't matter what the is. Yeah, we'll be alright. We'll We're We'll we content. We'll be fine. We're mercenaries for hire. We'll be off to Hollywood. We're making movies all next year. We've got four movies. and Not to mention my own life story, my bookie wook, the film. What a brilliant breakthrough. When you go on like that. It reminds me of Del Boy. <laughs> alright, we've got four movies. Four got of Hold on, Del Boy sold that clock in the last one. That should never have happened. I know, it was stupid, actually, Ruined it? it? Yeah. And that future stuff. I didn't like the future. I did not like that f- In fact, I didn't like it as soon as Leonard Pierce, old oh, granddad no, I died. Think Uncle Albert was lovely, though. Hey, Who was that boy? No, I like Leonard Pierce much better. Much better. Better energy, better sort of comedic yeah. value. But <laughs> Uncle Albert was lovely. Uncle Albert Buster would had previously been a bank manager. So there you are. Had he? Yeah, right up to, he'd never had any training. There's a lot of um, posh people play, uh, you know, like Stepton's son. They weren't cockneys, were they? Wilford Bramble. No, they were f- sort of well-to-do actors. actors yeah. They hate each other. Wilfred Bramble used to go off cottaging and stuff. He literally was a dirty old man. Yeah. Good, isn't it, that? dirty old man. So when he was saying that, he meant it. Yeah. Oh, you disgusting. Oh, Justin! I <laughs> the couple, eh? Let's <laughs> stop it! <Cut. laughs> yeah, that's over the... the, the uh, I bought you that lunch. for Christmas, didn't I? Yeah, but I ain't had it yet, it's around your sisters, you selfish yeah, pig. I forgot to give it to you. Right, hold on, here's a few things, part of our radio show. This is from Jonathan. Hi, Russell and Coe, my girlfriend's lying on the sofa, convinced she's got the illness you have. I think it's an excuse not to do the washing up. What are your views on men washing dishes? Just do it, get on with it. Uh, but, like, uh, his girlfriend, has she got the same illness we've got? Manic um, depression, hyperchondria, <laughs> very unlikely. She's get on with that washing up. What's the love. What you you say, her? Men's what's her attitude to men doing when there's a lot of them you do washing up, honestly. Hmm. I don't know. I made a cup of tea today, though, for Jessica Stevenson. She come around my house, the actress. Name dropper. So what? She's my name dropper. Talking about washing up. I, mean, I made a cup of tea for Jessica. Well, I didn't make a cup of tea. She's just around my house. <laughs> well, and oh, great I'll say that. I watched an episode of Space. So I really enjoyed Good, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's one where they go raving. <laughs> uh, uh, well, yeah, so what? And so I made, what? Her a, cup you of made of a cup of, of tea. I put it on a saucer. What? Instead of whistling for your housekeeper, <laughs> ringing your bell. <laughs> Yeah, my new PA started Lillian... St- no, Liliana. Liliana. She started yeah. up today. Yeah, she seems like she might be all right. What's she previously done? Uh, she previously worked for new Labour architect, Philip Gould. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> Maybe not. And Michael Flatley, the river dancer. <laughs> that's Michael Flatley bodding his way across Riverdance. Uh, well, uh, that's like being Flatley's PA a uh, pain in the ass, i gather like uh, not from her she's been she's not mentioned it but like uh, apparently michael flatley well i think didn't he have it off with some of his pas weren't it in the paper well, which has is... come to the right place <laughs> <you>? <laughs> matt morgan uh, he's a man who's indiscreet on the show we've got a email here from How chrissy <laughs> He's dead now. We've got an email here from Chrissy. Russ, tell Matt not to talk about things indiscreetly on air. <laughs> <laughs> the idiot. I got that cold thing too. I'm feeling ill, but listening to your show is making it much better. Chrissy, Chrissy. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Chrissy. Here's some texted messages. Hi, gents. What do you reckon to New Year's Eve parties? I've always thought of them as enforced fun. Usually end up sitting in the front room drinking cheap wine. Not really into New Year's Eve parties. I'm going to a monkey sanctuary this year. What? Why are you looking at me like that for, Who's Matt? Are saying that? I am. Not in the evening. Bloody well dressed. Oh, well, Singing old lang syne with your monkey chum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sneak it. I'm going to not go when they shut it. I'll just stay in there, shiver away with the chimps. Are you allowed to touch them? Well, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> well, I don't know. But maybe because you know, like they let you adopt one. I've adopted one. So. Oh, have you? What's his name? Charlie. He's one of the best ones down there. Monkey, right. you know, Monkey World. It's from the TV. How program long did till Charlie's your PA? <laughs> it was like Solomon Grundy. He was my PA on Monday. I'd check him on Tuesday. He was dead by Wednesday. That's the story of Solomon Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Russ. Just wondered, because you've been overlooked in the honours list, would you accept an OBE or would that be against the revolution? Rob McDonald. would of course I? Of would s- accept I love it! it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd accept an OBE, but mostly I want a knighthood. Really, Maybe Bring it up. Every argument with a cab driver. Excuse me, I've got an order to the British Empire. Now take me to Soho, take me to Chariot's Gay Massage Parlor, and wait outside patiently. I don't think that's going to happen, is it? Uh, a mate of mine says he once saw uh, like there's a gay massage parlor called Chariots. Where I think you know you can go there if you're a gay lad, have it off if you want. Which leaves me in my new item gay in a minute, right? There's this gay massage. We go there and if, like they have it so off in there being if they a, want. Heterosexual? You yeah, yeah. That's I don't, I don't know all the facts. I, I don't, don't know I, the internet. <laughs>
1: Excuse like, my you know, French enough that I'll go down there and like you know. <laughs> I don't know what I like like do, that. mate, but you know, I mean
0: I'll read the chance. Don't man. do it near me, I don't mind. <laughs> what I do on their own time, you know, just not on my watch son, do you yeah, know you what know. I mean? I mean I went in there just to see like how uh, it worked. Yeah. Be gay, be gay, leaves more birds for rest of us! <laughs> Look, you're the wrestle, mate. <laughs> go on, yeah, take your trousers down, now go, go on. Just laugh. <laughs> That's all right. Go on, just give me a coat, here, I'll get some dicky back ride. <laughs> go on, son. <laughs> uh, I'm not being homophobic. All I'm saying is that, uh, that my mate saw, uh, my mate Mark said he so went past that chariot How chariots, meet Mark? ...as uh, a gay nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> he said he saw us, he went past that chariots nightclub round Shoreditch once, he goes, there was a bloke banging on the door going, Let me in! Let me in! <laughs> banging on the door in the dead of night. <laughs> <Like> he was <laughs> really no. out for some. Uh, Maybe he'd lost his wallet in there. Yeah, it could be that. <laughs> that's one of them things that's touched G's off. Oh, he won't stop laughing about that all day. <laughs> I like it when you get <laughs> in there. So, yes, I would accept that. I am totally. It's you know, down in here. It's is it hot now? now? See, but look how I've perked up. I know, but. I'm so ill. I, mean, I want to puke and. It's a bit hot now. It is a bit hot. G's gone over there to turn that down. We've made it to hot in here. <sighs> Bloody freezing. We were like shivering oboes, weren't we, when we got in? It's the Wogan Way, isn't it? Wogan keeps it so cold because he has to sit there, sit there with his, just nothing but his nuts poking through his fly. <laughs> Pulls them through, <laughs> all taut and buoyant. Russell, oh, so anyway, yeah, I would accept tonight. An Russell and Matt says, Gavin, I'm driving from Inverness to Norwich and i have done 360 miles with no stop. I need a pee. Should I stop or wait till I'm home in 108 miles? Doing a bowl. Me and Matt on. Uh, what, driving? That's not safe. Get a wide necked bottle, of, like apple juice bottle, like a special no, bottle. You can't I've got do on, it. You can't do it at the angle when you're sitting down. You can if you can f- you get You can if you're you. What do you mean you can if you're me? you could weigh anywhere. I've got a gift. It's, just, it's not a gift. That's one of my gifts. I can weigh any time, any place, anywhere. A witness on the Kerouac dock. Hold on, there's some things here about Kerouac. Dear Russell, I've just watched your programme on the road. I wanted to say it's one of the best things I've seen on TV for ages. It inspired me to read the book, which I've meant to do for years, but never got quite my arse into gear. Better than getting gear in your ass, eh? Right? In the debate about the future of the BBC, that is the sort of programme to answer the critics who say the licence fee is just paying for dancing on the icy jungle or whatever. It was proper illuminating and also very funny and informative without being patronising. Sorry if this is too sycophantic. Actually, no, it's the level of sycophancy that I require to read an email. (laughs) Any less than that, it wouldn't have got read. Hello, Russell and Matt. Just to let you know, the On The Road programme was a triumph. I didn't know much about you before watching it. I was fearful it would be sensationalist. I'm 48. I'm not your core target audience. But I was delighted to be proved wrong. Wrong! You cracked it. Within an, only an hour, you managed to evoke everything Kerouac Cassidy and the whole beat pranks the thing means to me. Sandra was a joy. I suppose that's me as Sandra Proud when I got my new routine & boots. Oh, yeah. The music was superb. It worked on every level. Thank you, thank you. Total respect. You have a new podcast, and so I'll spread the word wherever I can. Russell Brand is a class act and knows exactly what he's about. Well, as much as any of do all the best stuart constable yeah so what have you done because you did say in that documentary
1: just really changed my life i want to live a little bit more spiritually
0: i've been much more spiritual i'd say since then uh so i see a baby bird or something i pick it up put it back in a nest right do you no i stamp that little bird (laughs) (laughs) into the ground like a cigarette uh hold on think of another spiritual thing i'm ever so nice to everyone you are Oh no. i nice yeah. and pleasant than that try and spread love I, what my i just think try and liven everyone's life with a bit of love that you come into to contact you never with. actually say anything negative about people in the media do you never like? say anything negative about anyone, Don't no bitch point about things no point give you that just be loving just be a loving child of god <laughs> however if you cross him <laughs> <laughs> oh if you cross me i will dedicate my life to your destruction Oh, will that's for old me. Right, we've got lots of things coming up, there's that jingle competition, there's my new item, Gay, which as usual is someone probably worried about whether it come out it's as gay. It's always the same problem. In which the answer, the case, the answer is just come out as gay, you bloody idiot. Right, this one is from someone called, oh, where's my jingle for gay? Oh, God. Oh, come yes. on, Matt. There's a new gay one here from Simon in Essex. A We're
3: new gay jingle. Mm. Gay!
0: Hello, and welcome to my new regular item, Gay. This is from Jack. Hello, my brother is only 20. Hello. <laughs> says it in the... Oh, it didn't actually say hello. My brother is 20, and not the butchers of fellas. I've always assumed he was straight, just slightly feminine. But recently, I was looking for a blank tape to record your immense show on the road with Russell Brand on, and I came across a gay porno in his room. Tapes? This um, when's he's come emailing from? us from? 1984? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be there for him if he is gay, but I can't bring myself to ask him outright help. He's a fan of the show, so please be discreet. From Dave. Get your somewhere. nose out of it, Dave. Dave, if he's gay, it don't matter, does it? He'll tell you in his own good time. Don't give him no aggro about it. Who cares? Or, option two, put on PVC hot pants <laughs> and uh, a big moustache. <laughs> Say that your name's saying like, I don't know, lee i think then uh hang around in his bedroom going poop poop peter i see what he does that's you know that you're up for option. you isn't it? keeps me going keeps gets me through the night uh p.s love the show pin pin tried to do it to my mates uh did not find it funny there's t-shirts and underwear available for it now you should be cashing in people are making pin pin t-shirts oh, and i should underwear. get money for that why mate the original victim you <laughs> says it all serious matt morgan is the original pin victim that is why i'm starting my campaign poor matt the original victim of pimping pinning. who was pinned by darren french i'd like you to send us drawings of uh, darren french on the back of a bmx on the stunt nuts of his mate pimping pinning matt as he goes past please send that to us now what well, can't be in the news already so can i us just say or? that um, pin yeah. is a tiny stabbing yeah, it's suppose It's a bit it is. like that. It's not so funny. Yeah, but it's only a Lilliputian stabbing. It's not it's still real, a is it? It's just like being stabbed by a little mouse. It's not proper stabbing. All right, I'd like to see you stabbed by a little mouse. I would as well, because I've been bit by a mouse and I didn't complain. When? I just popped it out my back pocket and <laughs> <laughs> tried to escape it panicked. No one's ever done that I don't, I don't know think where those so. rumours came senseless, from. It's senseless, senseless lot of propaganda and filth and homophobic rubbish. Now Joe Brand is on the line. Hello Joe Brand.
2: Hello Mr Russell Brand.
0: Hello dear how are you? Oh,
2: not too bad thank you.
0: I, like, I was just recounting the tale of when we met backstage at the Albert Hall thinking of a secret policeman's ball and you went hello son and I went hello oh, mum. No. Both of us weary by the, <coughs> wearied by the question I'd assumed oh, in that indeed. moment.
2: Indeed. I mean obviously i've been meaning to apologize for a long time for giving you up for adoption when i was 13 but mm. the social worker said it's the baby or the fag so something had to go it's
0: fair enough really i think you made the right choice because a lot of them fags have gone on to become stars in their own right <laughs> benson and hedges who would have thought that would have been <laughs> sure. such a triumphant bat rothman <laughs> lambert <laughs> butler all of them grew up to go but by- Make big things in the tobacco world, indeed, fulfilling Sir Walter Riley's original vision, I think, of what tobacco could mean to us all.
2: Good old Sir Walter,
0: I say, yeah, he was all right, wasn't he? Of course, my knowledge of Sir Walter Riley comes from an episode of Blackadder 2 where he was in it. Like a lot of my historical knowledge comes from Blackadder, really, to tell the truth. It's all right, isn't it? As As long as you're learning. Um, did you did you hear that bit where we were just talking about pin pinning Joe?
2: I did. I only heard a small bit at the begin, at the at the beginning. Mm. Sorry, bit bit of imbibing's gone on oh, at really? the end about being stabbed by a small mouth.
0: That's what Matt says being pin-pinned is like. It's a craze that we've irresponsibly started, where the schoolchildren of Great Britain are stabbing each other with pins, and it's really catching on, as is Hepatitis C, as a consequence of How that. How very unpleasant. Ghastly, really, Joe, but, you know, it's all in the name of science. Um, so, you, when you was a, so, was it a psychiatric nurse that you used to be? It was. Mm, do you still then sometimes judge people's mental conditions during a chat?
2: Not sometimes, all the time.
0: Which ones have you noticed over the course of this few minutes from me?
2: I would say possibly a multiple personality disorder.
0: Yeah, I've got that. With
2: a touch of schizoaffective personality disorder thrown in. Check.
0: Yeah, they're all there, Joe. I'm, yeah, I'm nutty as a fruitcake.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint you. You seem... Relatively normal to me.
0: Yeah, no, mundane, banal, other words that are flung in my general direction. Don't matter how many illnesses I try and feign, you know, things I just am quite well balanced now. You are. Jo, uh, um, I sh- should ask out of courtesy, are you promoting anything that we should say about...
2: Well, not really, except I do... I have been asked to throw in the fact that in February I am doing The Pirates of Penzance in the West End for two weeks. Oh, are you? I am. What
0: are you doing in that...?
2: I'm playing the police sergeant. Right. That... I don't know if you're familiar with Gilbert and Sullivan. I
0: know some of the songs, I think. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: but... I'd admire you if you weren't, because it's something my dad played to me, kind of non-stop when I was a kid.
0: Is it like... It's is like Gilbert and Sullivan, Three little maids from school, larpy, da, 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 da. It's not that particular musical, but that's one of their songs, isn't
2: it? That's a micado, and apparently Alastair McGowan's in that. Bloody hell. So I know, it's a sort of celebtastic. Few weeks at the Gilgood.
0: Fair enough. Oh, I'm up for that. All right. When's that? February.
2: That's kind of mid-February to till the beginning of March.
0: Valentine's Day definitely. treat then. Mm. Go and see Joe Brand being a sergeant. Pirates of Penzance. What theatre? At the Gilgood. At the Gilgood. Right. Hold on. Let's talk to you about other things. Let's use your um, knowledge as a psychiatric nurse. Um, well, my mate Matt, who I do this radio show with. He's <coughs> a hypochondriac. Why people hypochondriacs for?
2: It's to do with their family dynamic, and it's to do with the underlying anxiety mm, that, that they sense. have, which has been passed down to them by their parents, who've yeah. probably mm. been overzealous about their health.
0: Well, his mummy's a nurse, actually, not a psychiatric nurse. Like she you, went sure. the other way; she was less caring about my health.
2: <laughs> she was less caring, <laughs> blasé almost. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, what, what do you mean, giving you pies Well, because nurses foods. don't, you know, they're not going to be, they understand it, so they just go, well, you be all right, get dressed and see how you feel. Get dressed When you see.
2: were running a temperature of, like, 106.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or Yellow. after a road accident. <laughs> <laughs> just get dressed, <laughs> see how you feel, sure to pick up eventually. <laughs> Joe, the other day I went to a murder mystery round at Matt's family's house, and yeah. to tell you the absolute truth, the murderer could have been absolutely any one of them. That's that, and that was even before (laughs) the game had begun.
2: Was your family quite disturbed, Matt? Um,
0: They were, I think, around the table. You know, with Russell there in costume. Fair enough. I looked bloody marvellous in that costume. I was wore a white suit, Panama hat, grey moustache, black rimmed spectacles, lovely little brown boots, and a cravat. I looked to all the world like a colonial.
2: John McCririck.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Colonial John McCreerick. Alex, yeah. Happily, Joe. That is kind of what I appeared like. It was... Matt's mum ended up being the murderer, as a matter of fact, which was, you know...
2: I've never done one of those. Was it good fun? It sounds...
0: No, it's right. Go give it a whirl as long as you can break character, you know You don't have to be the oh could I have the butter you know, I mean you can sort of stop to do normal Necessary chit-chat
2: and you're not actually allowed to murder someone
0: No, I mean I did get away with striking a child (laughs) (laughs) under the pretense that it would help the narrative along (laughs) But that was as far as the violence went Joe It was quite good fun really.
2: It sounds good fun. I may have to call social services Give them a bell. Get All them involved. Right. Where are you? What situation? You in a domestic situation? I am. I am flat sitting in Penge for Joan Collins.
0: Really? Mm. That sounds like a. Well, <laughs>
2: I say flat sitting. It's more sort of sheltered accommodation, really.
0: You're in Joan Collins' sheltered accommodation, flat sitting while yeah. tipsy.
2: With my Christmas present from her. What is it? Trini and Susanna's body shaped Bible.
0: Really. <laughs> This all sounds so... It's, I can't tell what's real anymore.
2: <laughs> no, don't worry, I can't either. I'm well past that stage. I am in a hormone meltdown.
0: Oh, really?
2: Well, I feel, like, since I've had children, that I don't actually know what day it is. So, yeah. I just go along with that. It's quite good fun.
0: I suppose so, cos, oh, well, really, it don't really matter what day it is, does it? They're all basically the same sort of thing.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: So thank you very much for coming on our radio show and chatting to us. It's lovely to hear from Are you. Are you
2: all right? You sound a bit tired. I'm ill. World-weary.
0: I'm really, yeah, I'm a bit well I'm slightly ill. I've got like a, I think I've got some sort of gastric bug or something. I feel like nauseous and lightheaded. Where I don't take drugs, I try and take illness as a free buzz in a way. You know, the sense of vagalation that accompanies uh, malady. So, like, you know, I'm trying to get off on that. <laughs> but I'm a bit tired. Every so often, I get a like, a bit of caffeine, give myself a little rush and you know, try and lift myself up a level. But basically, I still think we're doing a damn good job.
2: Me too. God Look bless you. Look though. You right, all, so.
0: Joe. Be careful. Rifle through her drawers. It would be my advice. If <laughs> Rifle through Joan Collins' stuff.
2: Indeed, I will. I fear Biggins may already have been there, but course I'll see what I can find.
0: Oh, bless you. Thanks for calling us, Joe. All take right, care, take my care, my love. Bye, Joe. Bye, Bye. <laughs> Ah, there she goes, Joe Brand. What? Is that a lie about Joan Collins? I I can't tell, except for the biggins bit. I couldn't tell if it's a lie or a truth. What do you want to listen to, then? You can pick one if you want. Well, I don't want White Wedding. Don't Don't put it on, on, then. What would you want to listen to? The White Wolves, them crazy racists that done all them bombings in the mid nineties. Well, listen one of their records. Uh-huh. The White Wolves, they're idiots. But there was a, remember when there was that? There was a bombing in of uh, the Admiral Pub in Old Compton Street, right? Like, it was a that was in there. That no, was just one bloke. I know, but the White Wolves, hilariously, phoned up and goes, <laughs> "We done that," and they had to... <laughs> and everyone goes, Well, the white wolves are phoned to claim the bombing. And then later on, they go, so Actually, it was this idiot here done it? And they went, Well, we could have done it. Watch out. we the white wolves. I claim if there was a storm. Yeah. We've done that. Nexomancy. So, <laughs> see that storm? If you don't stop being so gay or Pakistani or black or whatever it is you're being, there'll be plenty more storms where that came from. We are the white wolves. Ooh. It's very 80s, isn't it, racism? It's a bit old hat, isn't it? Who can be bothered with it? Uh, I just think, phew, racism, grow up, there's no yeah. point is there, too much else going on. It's had its day. Might as well just sit looking at CFAX all day if <laughs> you're a racist getting all your information <laughs> off FAX. <laughs> right. Alright then, what do you want to put on Jesus and the Mary Chain? Yeah, or do you want Lady Madonna? It's mm. That's more up, isn't it. Should yeah, Might lift up? us up. Lady Madonna, lift us up for the vibe! Woo! Gee's putting his thumbs up as if, well, I thought it was some sort of <laughs> dirty gay gesture. Are you ready? Yeah, of course I'm ready! Well, you just said something... ...inflammatory. <laughs> Alright, I apologise. it. Like Lady Madonna! <laughs> I don't like the sound of that lady in Madonna's house much, do you? It sounds horrible. Babies mm. everywhere. She, don't. It sounds like she's got boobs all up her rib cage. Well, has she got other children? What do you mean? Didn't she just have Jesus? <laughs> I don't... I think that it isn't... I don't think it's meant to be literally Madonna, the mother of God. I think it's just like he's saying, like, some mothers... Even though they're basically fulfilling the same role of the Madonna, they're like I think they live below the poverty line. Loads of kids everywhere, s- children at her feet. Wonder how she manages to make ends meet. Like we don't revere all mothers the way we revere uh, the mother of God. Probably a comment on paganism and uh, social situation in uh, McCartney. This kind of man livable. who obviously understands the Beatles after his. <laughs> disturbing cover hey hey in the recent documentary that beatles cover album that we done on radio 2 i can't remember the full name of it and i didn't listen to it but i think you'll find that i came across pretty well in so what they did a documentary about the making of that covers thing what i done with oasis uh i think razor light might have done something pete and Carl, formerly of libertines did it and i think you'll find that a lot of people said that my cover was the best <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Probably no one. I just made that up to throw you. Why oh. would they have said that? You know, but it was bloody good fun. And frankly, of all my many achievements over the course of the last year, films, bookie works, <laughs> when I look back, 2007 will very much be the year of breathy Beatles covers for me. And uh, when's the bookie work part two coming out? Bookie work part two? Don't I was... know, we'll live a bit more life first. Why? Would you want to be in it more or something? No. Why are you asking? I'm just wondering. I'm trying to help you promote. Maybe you're going to get it out for next Christmas. No, it's hard writing a book. I'll write one another day. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a bit tired to write a book today. I've got an exercise bike around my house. This bloke Linden it around there. It's called Bicycle Cross. It's yellow, it is. I sit on it. I do half-hour cycling. Do you think I'm looking really fit? Um, yes. Why? Hold on, you paused. Well, how can I tell if you're looking fit? Just from a manner. Uh, well, you really do half an hour on an exercise bike. I saw that, Exhausting. Great big yellow thing. Gorgeous bicycle cross. on it going, go on, Russ, do it. <laughs> get on board, clamber in. Yeah, get on that sometimes, and I sort of, in my inner, inner voice while I'm on that bicycle machine, I'm going, go on, son. Go on. What do you look at? Where are you? In the kitchen? The kitchen, I put the telly on. Do you? Yeah, for half hour, put on a programme, like Flight the Concorde Peep Show, something like that. you like, you remind me of Dorian out of Birds of a Feather. How am I like Dorian out of Birds of a Feather for? Sort of scuttling round your house, wearing all them clothes. <laughs> it's sort of glamorous, you know. I put on just my pants, Y-front pants, and like black training shoes. For yeah. that. I'm like an absolute goon. <laughs> I really do, sat on there all sweaty. What happened to the gym you used to go to? i go there still with old dave well you're just trying to get the edge with your exercise bike. that's right get the edge on him so you'd be shocked by my advancement that's what i want really he's just didn't think bloody hell look at him he's all man isn't he why don't you get a bike and ride around like you used to um, too famous. yeah i don't like it Boris Jessica, johnson does it yeah but look at him you know i don't want to do that just because stevenson come around my house on a bike she likes to be on a bike but i sort of said for me the days of biking about i'm too nervous on a bike yeah. You know, what if you you know someone might eat you mm. or if you could fall off go over sideways there's too many risks it's fraught with problems hello russell and matt says emma further to your guinness book of records talk i can see why it's your main competition in a book war check this guy out he's got the longest ear hair in the world 13.5 centimeters i'm impressed his quote was god has been very kind to me love you bye Emma. That's good, isn't it? That's the sort of thing that goes on in the Guinness Book of Records. It's disgusting. Yeah, I know, because, like, you're growing your ear here. How can you properly claim that as a record? I mean, who's administrating it? Who's coming round to measure it? Who else is competing? That's the interesting thing, isn't it? Who makes the rules? Yeah. You could just go on the, you know... Well, you could just make up anything and say, well, I've, I've done that I've kept the now. most jars of urine in the world. I've got a big store of urine. Have you? Yeah, and I want it registered and recorded in a Guinness book. I haven't, of course. It's immediately disposed of as soon as it's done. Here, look at this. Two... This is some news. Two Lady Seabirds have become regular commuters on a Cornish ferry. Rather than fright... Rather than fly... What? Idiot. What? Let's just say Lady Seabirds. Let's have a listen. Two lazy seabirds have become regular commuters on a Cornish ferry. Rather than fly from Falmouth to their feeding ground across the estuary at St Moors, these turnstones, nicknamed Fred and Frieda, simply hop on the 8.15am ferry, then in the afternoon they take the 4.30pm boat home again. They never miss the last boat back, said manager Garrick Royale. Do you think so? It's weird, because that must be so slow compared to their normal flight. Yeah, and like they're not at liberty. I don't think it's the same ones. The birds get in a ferry... That's I think they, I believe that. Well, can that ever happen? Well, I wonder the first time they did it, it must have landed on the ferry. Yeah, and just thought, well, it's going the right way. Let's see where, it, you know. Yeah, have they ever understood travel? Like, you know, the, the sort of travel and mobility that they ain't in control of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, the first time they got on it, well, give it a whirl. See what happens, see where we end up, oh, hello. And then the next day, getting it, and then perhaps the day after that, taking sandwiches. And the day after that, their kids squabbling and wanting something out of duty-free. I mean, this doesn't... They might evolve wrong, because of it. They might just get all fat, they don't need to fly, they'll just hop onto ferries. Yeah. Where's it gonna end? A new strain of waddling seabirds, cl- wanting duty-free. Mm. mm. smuggling. I don't like the sounds of it. And they don't get any of the benefits of the ferry. What, like, what do you mean, what benefits the... are there? The entertainment. That's true. We're going to Isle of Wight, aren't we, in January, in a great yeah, big mansion? about? We've hired a mansion with an indoor swimming pool. Who's we. Me. And we're going there, me, you, G, Nick, he can go and all Nick the producer if he feels like it, if he's up And we're gonna have a nice time. We're gonna have a bloody nice time and enjoy it. I don't know if his insomnia going on, don't him stalking the corridors, dead at night, with his pyjama in front of him hanging open, his little brown willy but hanging out, <laughs> him all confused, <laughs> dark circles under his eyes. Who needs that? He'll sit down, it will make him sleep in the dog's bed if he tries any of that. And the swimming pool, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? And also we go clay pigeon shooting, you like guns, don't you, Matt? Yeah. course you are in a sporting way in a sporting way that's it just as a sport i'm a good marksman you said didn't you i'm a very good marksman, you little nit you're rubbish i'll tell you what i think you're going to be surprised or shot i (laughs) thought you spent two thousand pounds on an outfit (laughs) What? And then you go, oh, no, it's too loud. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Take some effort. photos of me quickly, pointing. Yeah. Well, I've been, actually, I would like to dress up in a I barber know, jacket yeah. and green wellies. It's like Guy Ritchie in Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Matt, we're going shorting. <laughs> Firing it willy-nilly at Range Rovers and the butler. So what, So hang on, is there who's cooking? Me, baby. Oh, I think, no, we're getting a cook, a maid, a butler. It's gonna be like cluedo it's gonna be brilliant imagine it g will bring his lightsabers i bought him for christmas he loves them i got him a couple of lightsabers my christmas present what do you want i've asked you enough well well you didn't want I I... g didn't ask for lightsabers he didn't actually i just sat down for a while <laughs> i thought what would g want if i was g what would i want and then i thought lightsabers and i got him and you i try and think about it i think what do you want it's impossible it was, why you're a very difficult cruel cold-hearted <laughs> man very much a scrooge figure very Grinch-like. So, you know, I think, what would you get him? You know, I think, well, I don't know, some sort of dictionary of illnesses that you could go on about. Photograph of a rock star. Get you some rock star memorabilia and then your head would balloon up to a beach ball size. of like Courtney Love that used to belong to Kurt Cobain. Do you think that that might not cause problems? Like, say we go, Courtney, can I have something from your, your dead husband? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Isn't, isn't it, it an odd request? For Matt's Christmas present. <laughs> Christmas time. Our thoughts turn to grave pillaging. <laughs> Can we have one of Kurt's old lumberjack shirts? And it just seems... Do you know what? Nice Last time uh, we were out, when yeah. she came on the show, we went to the club. and What's it called? Yeah. Crouching Groucho. club afterwards. Yeah. Um, she had to get a drink, right? For mm. a round. And she had a Coke. And it came to a hundred pounds because everyone was drinking it's expensive and she said to me oh can you sort me out with some money because i only yeah. had a coat no idea yeah, yeah. you're entitled to one of his guitars i feel bad and she probably thinks i'm a bastard <laughs> I think she probably does think oh and i apologize for your filthy language to any bbc listeners like i'm actually the queen I happen to know for a fact I listen to the show because she leaned over and went i listen to your show every week and she cupped me made in. a jingle and She goes,
1: oh, what's made a jingle made a jingle
0: I've got to go to the toilet, mate. I don't feel very well. Should we put a record on? Yeah. Don't put the Ramones on because it's not long so enough. it's a minute to the news. Oh, a minute though. to the news. Oh, come God, on, you so can Ill. do this. Just get through this minute. That's all yeah. I've got to do. Don't burst my chubs. That's what I was thinking of for the Ramones, but we won't just It's good that we stopped trying to get Andrea, the newscaster, to say stuff like we did. Didn't we? I listened to an old podcast the other day and I thought, what were we thinking? We are going, right, Andrea, say this in the end. We are <laughs> like idiots. What were we thinking? We've uh, really matured into a couple of fine broadcasters. I think Wogan's going to be very proud of us. I think he is proud of us. As he sees the mess you've made of his chair. From the mess you're going to make in a minute the way you're <laughs> s- buckling around. I oh, know, I'm trying to keep myself together. Even Joe Brand noticed that they were saying, Cup, didn't she? Well, you, yeah, we're, we're in a weird frame of mind, aren't we? I know, but sometimes when we're like this in the first hour, we go balmy in the second hour. It's happened before, isn't it? That Stay tuned. Again. Stay tuned for the second hour where things might go all balmy. But before that, why not flood your head with things that, <laughs> excuse me actually happened in a little show i like to call here is the bloody old news this is bbc radio 2 online on digital and on 88 to 91 fm this is some news <laughs> what bloody old voodoo paypal prodigy you listen to russell brown on bbc radio 2 we just had some newsy poos and <laughs> and uh, then we had the prodigy doing that voodoo people thing you stopped that abruptly didn't you Oh, oh. One minute you're going, 10 seconds, 10 seconds, and it was just an awesome silence. Also, don't you fade things out, or don't I hear the fade? Um, well, when I put the mics up, yeah. it um, sort of cuts in. Cuts in, does it? So it sounds to you like it's ended abruptly, it hasn't. But to people... Don't it? try I and understand. What, you in your little button box antonia says russ speaking of traveling animals i read this the other day they ain't stupid these animals bus drivers have nicknamed a white cat McCavity after it started using the number 331 bus several times a week the feline which has a purple collar gets onto the on the busy Walsall or Wolverhampton bus at the same stop most mornings then he jumps off at the next stop 400 meters down the road near a fish and chip shop love the show antonia do you think that's true i think it is true i think animals you know how do to understand buses because, like, dogs understand cars. Do they, Matt? Can they have it? I think I have to lay on the floor. Oh, no. Right, He's I just pulled his microphone, microphone out. out. Right, He's now plugging it in. in. Right, I'm plugging it in now. It's the professionalism of chimp. There. Oh, there we go. It's all right, it's back in. Right, I'm just, I think I've got to lay on the ground and do this really? thing. I've got to. I feel weird. You really think you're Jim Morrison? <laughs> <like laughs> there is Is everybody, everybody
1: in? He's fun. laying down on the floor.
0: Oh, God. Right, I was just laying on the ground. Lesser broadcasters would have just gone home. <laughs> I would lay on the ground for this bit. Yeah, it's just this standing up makes me feel more ill. This uh, lack of eye contact reminds me of when you were in Hawaii. Oh, those were days, weren't they? I was in Hawaii. You are just a disembodied voice. I know, that's what I felt like over there. All those people smoking crystal meth, Hawaiians, surfing, being in love with my surf instructor... Whole thing was a lot of pressure. This is a text message from Millsy in Cranbourne. If you listen very carefully, the song Lady Madonna is about a prostitute. That's my take on it, but then I am a prostitute. Love the show. (laughs) (laughs) Millsy. (laughs) Millsy, you saucy prostitute. Lady Madonna is actually about Paul's mother, who was a maternity nurse in Liverpool. That's from G from Strotfold. Strotfold? (laughs) That sounds like, uh, sort of, say you're a bit tubby across your midriff. That's one of the rolls of flesh, is a Strotfold. I've got eczema in my strop fold, Matthew. No, I'm just going to let you carry on. <laughs> Do some radio, you lazy You've idiot. You've gone mad. You're lying on the floor talking about strop folds. Yeah, well, what about you? I can see your feet now, and you sit there pigeon-toed. <laughs> <laughs> you little pigeon-toed idiot. I don't like to have my feet on the floor like I'm on the chair. You've got them on there like a little pigeon-toed, all facing inwards like look an that. arrow. Look? Look? Get up here and eat your banana. He's wiggling his toes, all self-conscious now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, a bit more like it. You've got your feet firmly on the ground like an Englishman. What about some Tom Waits, says someone by a text message? You both did good impressions. (laughs) I'm laying on the floor, feeling kind of seasick, but I'm not even at sea. (laughs) do well, OK, we've found a new low on broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we started at the gutter, but we've gone lower. Matthew, come and let's do the jingle competition. You okay. lead it, because I'm unwell. It's very weird with you down there. Of course it's weird, me down here. Let's see your little booty. All right, here's a booty. There Look at is. that, all yeah. right? Does that make you feel better? I've got one leg aloft. Yes. Are you really that You've got to lay down. I can't stand up. OK. I, I really can't. Are you can't. hiding from someone? You know, trample one bar, get knocked down, but I get up again. No, never heard of it. I get knocked down, I just stay down there till I feel better. I get knocked down, then I stay until I'm a bit better. Never gonna get up till I'm a bit better. Come on, do the jingle competition. Right, okay. Well, you've got to give me. Uh... Not a Not competition, race war. I mean, jingle race war. Okay. Right. Should I just choose one? Should we go for my one first? Tell us what it is you're doing. So this, like, the, this one is an entry from so and so. Yeah. Do yeah, your I one. I know. I know that. Do it. Go on, then. Check this out. I'm looking at your little tootsies, mate. Now you've got them all curled up like a lap dancer. Don't judge me on my feet. I will judge you on your feet. They're all curled up like a mermaid's tail. Right, here we go. <laughs> this is uh, from James Zabila, Zabula. And this is... Uh, a potato, little... potato. Zabila, Zabula, Zabula. i it now. <laughs> here it is. It's about me. Swift! Woo! Matt can go out tonight. So has got a radio item to do. Like quite good, quite Clever. good. But is it not a, uh, is that illegal to do that to Morris's music? No. It's copyright infringement to change someone's lyrics. We oh, could It's a parody. It's a parody. Yeah. Well, so we go, Lady Madonna, working as a whore, waiting for the next client through the door. Oh, wait, Who pays fifty for the next day? You no. Know? Look at all that spunk dripping down the wall. First night I've seen another uh, cop. Don't go on with this song. Wednesday morning, <laughs> did a threesome with my mum. <laughs> Tuesday night I licked up someone's spunk. Yeah. Right. Russell, shut up! I'm not well. I'm allowed to be ill, ain't I? You said the S word twice. Spunky's not a swear word. It means it vim and vigor. Well, yeah, I suppose it does. Right then. What about when they used to say it in neighbours, "Ah, oh, he's a real spank." He's a real spanky, oh, deg. Hey, spank off, you dag. Rack off. Stop saying it. <laughs> Rack off, <laughs> you deg. I apologise for saying the s-word. No way, Spunk! I didn't mean it. All right, I apologise. Case you're a nan or something. But other than that, I'd say it again. If you're a nan, I'm so bloody sorry. I said a word that exists in language. I'm so sorry. I didn't invent it. All that chaos going in the world. People worrying about me. A man clinging on to dear bloody life. Right, shut up and eat your banana. And we'll carry New the jingle! Gin- that was good, because he said, I look like Aphex Twin, then it broke down into Aphex Twin style music. Well, well done. Have, a, have an apple. <laughs> Come they're having such a weird mood. because I'm feeling unwell. I need a nurse. Night nurse. No. Can we listen to a Night Nurse? Right, I've gone into stream oh of consciousness. God. What is wrong with your musical choices, which you defend? What? Right, he I like night nurse. You asked for white wedding by right, Billy Idol. Right. Hold you up. Are Ill. Hold up. Hold up. You racist pig. Look at this. Please play white wedding. All of us dockers at Felixstowe. Three thousand. Honestly, Matthew, I'm on the. Well, a and that's why you, you'll just be bossed around by dockers. Yeah, of course I will. Like I'll a flusy. I support the Liverpool dockers as well. I'd like to express my support for them. Especially when it's in Liverpool. And when I'm down here, yeah. Look, we wanted white wedding. That's three thousand dockers at Felixstowe, all united by a longing for what: wedding. 100 round one radio. Of course they are. They're working down at the docks. Oh, got well, a maybe a we'll adult. play it later. All right, bloody hell, Next Nan. Too. Look at you, that maybe play, Maybe we'll play it later. It's See what Father Christmas brings you. <laughs> you square. Right, coming in. So what are we took? Right, we're doing another jingle, a yes. general jingle. Yes. Who's it by? Uh, hang on. It's by Nick Watts. Nick Watts. Okay. Ready? Nick Watts, this is your jingle, Race War. So brand, so brand, so Love it. Well done, That's it's a good, good. duration. Should we can use that. Yeah, let's do it again. This bit's too slow. Oh, no, maybe not. Right, we can use that. Well done. Makes me feel like I'm actually doing a radio show instead of lying on the floor feeling very, very sick. Right, what other other jingles have we got? What was his name, that fella? Let's congratulate him. That was Nick Watts. Nick Watts, you're doing very well in our jingle race war. What what else is next? Michael Lynch. Michael (laughs) Lynch! Michael
1: Lynch! (laughs) Cultured Insanity with Mm. Russell Brand.
0: I'm a bit scared of that because it sounded a bit green sleevesy in the background. I could imagine that being murdered to that noise. Hmm. Could you? by me. It's not one of those old computer games that's set in a haunted house with that yeah, sort of I spectrum music. <laughs> yeah. Ah, good old Ghostbusters. Nice days. Let's but not break the spirit of Michael Lynch. Michael Lynch, we love your spirit. Keep it up, old son. Don't ever, ever be downhearted. Sorry about the saying, spunk. Right now, what? Stop saying it then? All right, I apologise for it. What do you want? Other people might have forgot what I was apologising for. You're one of those people who can't apologise without going, "I'm sorry." But what
1: do you expect? What do you expect? <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> do you expect? Sorry, <laughs> sorry that everyone's so stupid and offended. <laughs> sorry that I was bullied at school. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I never asked to be born. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, why did you have children then, if you weren't going to have me? Why, I, this world, uh, I'm going to my room.
0: Right, (laughs) we've all been there. We've all been there. That was our childhood, and I believe that was brilliantly portrayed by Harry Enfield, the comedian. Now, what come, Matthew? Do another jingle. Jack DeGarma. This is Jack DeGarma's race war jingle. A bit too many repetitions of that name. Yeah, but I like no, that name. name. That's names. my name, what I'm called. So let's try another jingle. Right, this well is this is some, someone who's called themselves superstar. Really? The yeah. absolute breathtaking it's, arrogance. The pin of that. pin one. The pin pin one. Oh yeah. I love pin pin. I was uh,
1: walking home from scouts. <laughs> pin pin
0: <laughs> That's just a pure <laughs> of sample of us talking. He's done barely any work there. No, this should we have another superstar. pin pin. Superstar? Yeah, go on. That's why it's hidden behind the name superstar. Because he knows actually his work is very deconstructuralist and actually don't require much effort. Right, let's have another pin pinny. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: that's really good that's a really good one who was that that was simon in essex well done simon this is general what? simon in essex general 34, oh he's done a couple nice work simon what brilliant work oh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah that's excellent well done what brilliant work by him Dead man stuns friends with holiday greetings. Fitch, known for his sense of humour, died age 88. His friends and family started to receive Christmas cards from him, handwritten with a return address of heaven. The greeting read, I asked the big guy if I could sneak back and send some cards. At first he said no at my insistence. He finally said, oh well, go ahead. Better get back as the big guy said his stretcher points let me in the first time, so I better not my luck. A friend for nearly 25 years, Debbie Hansen, said, all I could think of was you little stinker. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You little stinker. It's like she was distracted by her own bottom. If you knew you were gonna die in, Mm -hmm. like, six months, would you do things like that? Would you make little videos? Yeah, I'd film everything from then on. Yeah, but not in an egotistical way. I mean, giving them to people. In an egotistical way, no.
1: Film it. Film this. Film this. You can learn from this. This is my legacy. Film my legacy! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're on the brink of saying something mad aren't you Yeah I am actually Luckily I'm a very skilled broadcaster So you'll not get any actual madness Just stuff that seems a bit mad Hey look call our answer phone 08700 100 200 Did we get any interesting weird messages on that Let's have a listen to see if we did We got something from Jerry Halliwell once I've enjoyed that what? Yeah. Have you been speaking to her? No, Matthew, I've not spoken to her since I met her, which is often the way with women. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another jingle? Jingle, jingle! It's not a contest, it's a race war. Remember that there are no contests allowed, but race wars flourish. This is Lee Noak. Lee Noak? Or Noak? What? That's weird. Oh, look at that. Lee Noak. It's all Lee. <laughs> Lee
3: Noak. T-
0: Lee. Lee, what are you playing at? Made the it's made of a Russell computer that's underwater. Lee, you reckless idiot. What on the he- earth was he doing with his jacks? Clouseau-style sub-aquatic recording system. It very odd, that, wasn't it? Well, Matthew, I can only say that was a, a breach of the idea of our jingle race war. If you can't enter in the spirit of our jingle race war properly, don't enter it at all. Would that be your advice as well, Matt? Exactly that. And also, let's mm-hmm. listen to James... As a... Oh, no, we've had that. Of course we, we have. Let's do Simon and Essex's non-pin-pin oh, yeah, one, the but general one, cause he's proven himself to be a skilled jingleist. Let's go for it. <laughs> Very little relationship. Everyone can do Morrissey's voice, can't they? Yes, but only Morrissey does it well. There's not enough relationship between the content and the words. Like, you know, the musical content. His his thing there, what he was saying, it didn't go with the musical bit, did it? Very well. Get her, the new Simon (laughs) Cow. I'm sorry. You're never going to make it in show business. Now, he's done well. His other one, the Pimpin' one, was a bloody masterstroke. Okay, is this oh, wait, something wait, I should wait. be doing? Oh, let's talk to that murder mystery woman. Let's put a record on, then we'll have her, yeah? Yeah, this is a good cool way of doing a radio show. I'm very relaxed. Well, all that's different is you're sitting down saying spunk every ten seconds. <laughs> it's a real breakthrough. I think this is how uh, Kenny can, <laughs> uh, can every star go wrong. <laughs> sitting down. <laughs> oh, crap, do you want to listen super. to a gay jingle? Yes, I do.
2: Russell Brands
0: Brand new item, gay. Gay. Well done. (laughs) Gee, didn't like that one. Gee's bothered to crane round Matt's back to condemn that one. Really? Yeah. Why are you condemning that from round the back of Matt for? Try and... yeah, use that in a rhyme. I'm leaning round from the back of Matt to condemn that crap. That's the sort of thing you'd say, innit? it? Right, okay, so we're going to talk to a murder mystery person, but meanwhile, come this is a white wedding for the Felix Doe Dockers. Support the Felix Doe Dockers! Come on, Matt. Really? Yeah, what have you got against Billy Idol? He's cool. Is he? Yeah, of course he is. Oh, Billy Idol. He's he's good. I'm here. I'm here. Billy Idol, white wedding. Oh, dear, I'm he's down on, on the ground. Floor. I'm back down on the ground. Down oh, on the ground in the ground, like when Sid Vicious got asked that in that press conference last three at the murder of Nancy Spongeon, who don't seem very happy. No, I'm not. Where would you like to be right now? Under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he wished he was, under the ground, he felt all confused. I'm laying down on the ground, I'm feeling a little bit ill. That was White Wedding, we played it for the Dockers of Felix Stowe. Hope you enjoyed it, listen to Russell Brown on BBC Radio 2. If you want to send us a text, do 88291. I'm feeling properly ill, I've got that thing that loads of people have had, you know, it's about of like a gastric flu thing, I feel nauseous and bilious and a bit out of my head. Is there any drugs you can take for it? It gives me an opportunity to get some drugs down my neck. I'm looking at little Matt... Rooting tooting tutsy feet Morgan with his little twinkly toes. Oh, look at him. You can take um indigestion tablets. That's all I've got on me. All right, I've got one left. You can I feel it. like I might throw up there if I put anything down my neck. That's the that's the problem. Oh, that's one of the main worries. Anyway, me and Matt Morgan done a murder mystery the other day, or at least we done a murder, and we'd like to now talk to the inventor of murder mysteries. She is called Joy. Hello, Joy. Hi, Russell. How are you doing? Oh, I'm a bit ill, love, but don't let it upset you.
4: Well, i have been ill too, so I can sympathize what's
0: wrong with you oh
4: flowy thingy
0: all over christmas Ugh, all over the christmas turkey all at the walls <laughs> all over my Mar- christmas <laughs> dirty devil where are you
4: i'm in liverpool
0: oh yeah mm. nice.
4: capital culture don't you know
0: yeah i do know because i've done a royal variety performance up there I'm well into liverpool and i love the place now what on earth's going on with this murder mystery you invented it um i
4: did 26 years ago when i was a mere girl
0: when and you're all, what, I and me a girl?
4: was a, a chain of hotels, and I, I was in PR and marketing, and hmm. responsible for getting bums in beds, as they call it.
0: That's pretty similar to what I do.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I uh, came up with this crazy idea because I heard on the radio, and, as I was going into work, about a shooting in the plaza, and I thought, oh God, wouldn't it be awful if somebody was shot in my hotel? Yeah. And then I thought, actually, for the people that are there, that are witnesses, they'd have to give statements, and yeah.
0: This is a tragic beginning to uh, the, the <laughs> murder know, mystery King phenomenon. I thought that the murder, like, the producer, Nick, Nick Philps, right, our producer, calls himself a vicar's son. His father must be disgusted the way he carries on. <laughs> Listen to this. He goes, uh, ask her how she came up with the murder mystery phenomenon. It's a lovely, jaunty story. It's totally <laughs> f- founded in murder. <laughs>
4: But then I did come up with the idea because I was thinking, you know, when you watch all these sort of Columbos and things, and you think, why don't they ask that obvious question? Yeah. And you think, well, actually, that means the film would be over in 10 minutes. But that's what guests do on our weekends. They have a whole three day period where things happen all around them rounds and bedroom scenes. Are oh, the actors mixed murders, in? Or is... And they can ask the suspects all about their different actions.
0: Are they, are they actors mingled in with the murder mystery players, or is everyone just a, a person, a real person who's just come on the weekend? No, they're
4: actors. There are ten actors. There's always a, a really sort of well-structured, complicated plot. Right. Um, and it lasts over the whole time, and really you've got very little time that's free. But we sort of, um, we have games over dinner and stuff, so it's, all, it's not all really serious sleuthing Miss Marple-ish stuff.
0: Do you <laughs> pretend that, like, if you go on the murder weekend, do you pretend to be a character?
4: Yeah, well, each, each plot that I write has a theme to it. So you get a letter a month before you arrive, and it explains the theme, and it gives you some ideas of just a little character that you should create for yourself.
0: E.G., what sort of character would you do for me and Matt? Ooh, do me 12. first.
4: 12. <laughs> so there's a question. Um, I mean, for example, if it was a wedding...
0: Yeah, um, I like, like would have the the actors, and I'd write and tell everybody a
4: little bit about the bride and the groom. So clearly, you would have been somebody that had had the bride many years before.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> Some sort of yeah, former lover of the bride. Yeah. Okay, fair enough then. Now at me and Matt's murder mysteries, people came out of character all the time. Just go things like, I carve the carve the sole pepper. Oh no, the babies are crying. Oh bloody hell, someone smashed the window. Oh, I've done a blow off. Things like that. <laughs> there were nothing to do with the plot would that be outlawed in a proper murder mystery
4: um well we we get we get a lot of fun guests who will do all sorts of outrageous things but um as I does say, it ever lead into very a very sex orgy joy joy and, and the joy. Joy. <laughs> joy
0: does it ever lead into a sex orgy um no why
4: well, we could arrange one for you, I'm
0: sure. Well, I would like to go. Imagine it was like a, instead of a murder mystery weekend, sex orgy weekend, and there's a little bit of a script, and then it all tumbles into a Lady Madonna style sex orgy. Do you
4: know what? Go I on. think that's
0: my next spin off. Good spin off, isn't
4: it? <laughs> Absolutely. Spin on
0: that. For a murder mystery suggestion, then it could be a sexy murder. Yeah,
4: as, as as written by Russell Brand, I think it would say well.
0: I don't think I want to be credited for that. Cause I think it could be damaging to my new mainstream appeal. Oh, okay. <laughs> Matt, what are you thinking? Because I've only my um, co-host Matt. I can only see his feet, so I don't even know what he's thinking. Yeah, can we come on one of these things? I'd like to do it.
4: Absolutely, as my guest.
0: Now, there are there periods? Like, is it like? Like Victorian sometimes, or
4: no, mo- most of them are sort of present day. Just because the plots are sort of re- very realistic, it, they're sort of on a level with Taggart or more. Taggart, like yeah. wow! Are but you we allowed to have investigate the fancy dress on the Saturday night to whatever the theme of the whole plot is?
3: Right. So,
4: if it were, for example, one of the plots we did was a wedding, so the fancy dress on Saturday night was lovers. Um, mm. So there's always an opportunity to dress
0: up. And can you, you inspect the murder scene? Can you, like, look at the the way the corpse has fallen bof- and stuff? Oh, yeah. Bawfin. That's Bo-fin. the boffin Russell. Russell. Bawfin. Are you in it, Joy? Do you play the part of a countess or something?
4: <laughs> well, I haven't played a countess, no, but I've played all sorts of things over my time. Do you
0: overact it sometimes? Oh, all... oh very
4: clever, subtle stuff.
0: Are they professional actors that you employ in it?
4: Um, I've got a real mix of people. Some
0: are professionals, some are lawyers, some are teachers, a real mix of people, but they're very good. Joy, one of Matt's uh, sister's boyfriends, his sister Sarah, his younger sister Sarah, a Jay- uh, 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 boyfriend Jamie, one year, it was a gangster-themed murder mystery. He got a bit drunk, went too deep in the character, and was going, Oh, will this, eff that, <laughs> I'm going to kill you, and Sarah, Matt's sister, go, Please, Jamie, stop swearing at my mum! It went too far. And then another year, Jamie drank so much that he weed all over the kitchen work surface <laughs> in the dead of night, and then when asked that, he goes, oh, no, don't worry, I can clean it up, get me a cloud. So... In you... the place of your own home, that's fine,
4: I'm sure. I don't think we're working in the
0: hotels where we are. Is it, is it a danger, though, people going too far into character? Yeah, and then... Like, sometimes... kind of, do you ever have to stop it and go, Henry, stop it, please! No, never. Well, no-one ever goes through the looking glass. No. What if you all dropped a load of acid and then did it?
4: Then that probably would happen, but...
0: Mm. Never, never do that then? It yet. No, it's an irresponsible way. Mixing LSD and murder mystery would only lead to the Manson family cult. I think we can agree. That was a terrible time in uh, modern history and we never would want to revisit it, eh, hey, Joy? No, I don't think so. Joy, Joy, you got quite a sexy voice. You think about murder a lot in suspenders, I reckon. Do you? <laughs> Sometimes. Mm, nice. How old are you, Joy? Oh, don't ask that, I'm 50, it's horrible. You probably can still be quite sexy, that falls well within the remit, (laughs) eh, Matt? Yeah, maybe, sometimes. Misogynist. Why am I a misogynist? Probably be quite sexy, love, you know, a bit of makeup, (laughs) Bit of slap, go on, put a fur coat on, you'll be (laughs) alright. Bit of devil's dandruff, (laughs) eh? (laughs) You don't look at a man of peace when you are poking the fire. I'm a <laughs> Remember, I'm ill. Don't judge old ill Russ. And I'm... sorry, I didn't mean that in a disrespectful way. That was a parody. I, was, I was,
4: are you going on mainstream and normal. What happened? I'm ill. He's laying
0: on a floor, uh, jabbering away, <laughs> trying to flirt with you. <laughs> I'm a jabbering little flirt, and I poor sod. Don't actually let us go to your murder mystery, because Russell will build his part too much. He'll have to be the centre of attention. I didn't build my part our murder.
4: Maybe he'll be the kidnap victim in the bedroom that's just tied up with a tape over his mouth.
0: Joy, you dirty cow. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to do that part. I want to be right in it. Okay. I want to be right amongst it. All right, well, I'll have to stick very close
4: to you and make sure you don't do anything too
0: outrageous. All right, well, we'll, we'll see how far you get, love. <laughs> Joy, thank you very much for coming on my new sexiest radio show, The Sexiest Pig Show, <laughs> starring me, sedentary, laying down on the Grand Russell Brand. Thank you very much, Joy. <laughs> thank you, Joy. <laughs> bye, Joy. Bye. Uh, bye Russell, you can who's cow? Hello, there's a bird on the line. <laughs> Hold oh, up, love it, that. We've got some sort on the line here. <laughs> don't mind if I do. Here, don't fancy yours much. It's Russell Brand. glad it's Early... radio, because if these people what? actually physically came on and we could see them, mm. you'd be unstoppable. What do you mean? How would I be unstoppable? You wouldn't leave them alone. Remember oh. when those women came in in lettuce bikinis? Yeah, to award me for being so sexy and vegetarian simultaneously. You were a PR stunt. I'm a PR stunt. Matthew, I couldn't make a move on a woman now for all the money in the world. Look at me, I'm laying on the floor, clenching myself together, having to manage every gastric movement because I feel like I'm going to either vomit or, or lose part well, of at me. at do it, just commit to it. I can't, mate. I can't just lay on here spouting out Jackson Pollock-style body effluvia all over Wogan's studio. How's he going to feel when he comes in the morning... Finds I've done a dirty protest in his studio. <laughs> this, uh, Put him off his stride. If Logan was listening to this, he would be sick. Of course he would. Which is very close. To lying what on the doing. floor. I bet he wears a bloody shirt and tie. Of course he does. What about when we were watching that film like about London in the old days? Hello, this is the BBC. I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, hope. Well, it was if you're nighttime. going to bed now, now well, have a nice sleep. And if you're not, I hope you have an uneventful time and get to bed later. Yes, hope nothing bad happens. Be careful in the darkness. It was like that in the BBC in the old days. Lovely. Good yeah, really morning, everyone. Get up. Come on. It's no point laying in bed. You're not going to get anything done there. Have some breakfast. You'll soon feel better. It's the anticipation of getting up is often worse than getting up itself. Come on. Just go through it. There. It's much better now, is it? Come, Matthew, where are you putting our Jesus and Mary chain? Uh, yes, because we spoke about it earlier. Because and we spoke that, about it earlier. Some people get excited, don't they? And they want to hear it. Yeah, because we mention it. Yeah. Oh, I need something to sit on my stomach, send us a text message or email if you know something to Eat sit that my banana. Stomach. That's not going to sit on my stomach, it makes me think of Banana Man, that square-jawed idiot. Is it? Bit. Yeah. And Eric, he's our incarnation as a man. <laughs> Come on, let's, let's put on a record. Okay, this is just like honey. This carpet needs changing. <laughs> right, is that the end of that song? yes we're back on the radio that was just like honey jesus and mary chain you're listening to russell brand i'm lying on the floor all ill and that so uh that's why it's very helpful that i've got some remedy talk here isn't this hello sweetie says goth vicar of grace try some hot ribena it works every time although i do put whiskey in it big hug from her i couldn't drink whiskey now not full of money in the world feel ill enough as it is yeah, what else about this, then? I did a murder mystery once, as a girl. I had to play an American man called Kirk Ransom the Third, despite being a Scottish girl called Kirsten. I was, it was still good, though. Well, yes, that is one of the, the... Escape from your own identity is one of the highlights of murder mystery. You suspend reality there for the evening. Lovely. This is from Claire. Hello, Russell. Sorry you're feeling rough. I have a cure for that groggy feeling. Grab a mug. Well, I, I don't want to grab it. I would like someone to bring it. Boil some water, grate some raw ginger into the bottom of the mug. Add a slice of orange, slice of lemon, teaspoon, teaspoon of honey. Top it up with boiling water, then drink. Add some brandy if you want. Why oh, trying to get me to relapse? I, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> also, before you go to sleep, rub some Vicks Vapor Rubs. Other Vapor Rubs are available into the soles of your feet. Not sure how it works, but you sleep soundly as a result. I can't oh, do all that. that. That'd be weird, because they'd go all cold. Your feet would go all cold. Yeah, you'd dream like you were walking across an iceberg. I'd hate to dream that, Matt. Just up there on a great big glacier, it melting because of because of global warming. Well, <laughs> I say bloody global warming because of all the petrol. Oh, Matt, what are you doing with your feet now? If you're so any kind of judging me on my feet, you're like you're meant to be a broadcaster judging me on my face. Take your shoes and socks off, mate, then I could see what you're up to. Little no. get your toenails painted. No, live a little. No, spice up your get life. Up. Sit up. I can't. I'll be sick. Honestly, you're you're the one saying that mainstream media's on the way out, right? Yeah. And you are the death knell of it. (laughs) (laughs) Laying on the floor, speaking to, uh, well, I can imagine, thousands of people. (laughs) Hundreds of thousands. Broadcasting from the BBC on the floor. I'm ill. Complaining you're going to poo yourself. I didn't actually vomit, vomit, is what I said. I would never disrespect Her Majesty the Queen, one of our most noble listeners. I would never disrespect her by making any kind of defecation while she's listening. I wouldn't do that, ma'am, like jam. I mean, go on, Russell, play Gregory Isaacs. No. You give your text numbers and message numbers far too quickly. I can hardly note it down. Could you repeat it for me, please? That is from a text message, though. So you must have understood it. Matt? god a text message saying repeat the text message number what they do throw that through the window no hang on don't they mean the email bit russell dot at bbc well they've got UK. the message in they've wasted a message may madness russell great show mate what's your resolution for the new year kevin the glider pilot well kevin uh, i don't really make resolutions i'm not really into it just live every day make one um well that case, whew, what do you want to do? Are you going to resolve anything, Matthew? Um, um, what, what, I'm going to go to the gym a bit more. You're going to go to the gym a bit more? That's yeah. not a resolution. That's just a pie-in-the-sky that, whim. That's a resolution. That's a pie-in-the-sky whim, if ever I heard one. It is if you said it. Hey, I'm forever down that gym, sweating, toiling, looking at Lily Allen and her mum, we're both in there, imagining my little thoughts, imagining them all quietly. What goes on in your mind is allowed. Whatever it is you're imagining there, there's nothing wrong with that. There's Lily Allen, there's Lily Allen's mum. They're on the running machine, touching each other's bums. (laughs) Oh, Nothing God. wrong with what you're doing in my... Oh, when I say something rude, it makes me sit up. That's good, isn't I it? I know, I noticed that. It gives me a little kick. It's because <laughs> you want to see my reaction because you're like a little child. <laughs> <laughs> see if Matt's laughing. Matt's probably laughing. I ain't enough that I say something about a bum. Right, come on, let's talk about saying You look really ill. I'm f- you look green. I'm dying. I think this is it. I think this is it for old Russ. I knew I wouldn't live long. I might what? inherit this radio show. Don't be oh. absurd, you'd blow it within the week. Oh, yeah, look at you. you! I've learned from the best. Hey! Look at me normally. Look, all right, watch this. Hello, you're listening to BBC Radio 2 online on digital and on 88 to 91 FM. If you want to give us a call, it's 0500 288 8291, or you can email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. You can call our answer phone anytime, 08700 100 200. Later on the show, we're going to be talking to Noel Gallagher about his <laughs> New Year's resolution. Get the cleaners, he's been sick. <laughs> that was a kind of verbal vomit. geez come round here and look at me, like a man slowing down to observe a road accident, peering at me <laughs> on my deathbed, like King Lear. Don't ruin Claudelia or whatever she's called. Oh, Christ, what's that point? Right, here, let's culturally review something. Now, the other day, I went to see this play at the BAC, Battersea Arts Centre. It was called Mask of the Red Death. <laughs> good it was, you go in there, you get a white mask, you get a cape, you follow the actors around, then sometimes though, you go into an individual room, and it's just you and one actor, 400 members of the audience, all milling around, they've turned the, turned the whole of Battersea so, Arts so Centre, into gone. a fear, you just... no narrative to speak of, it's adapted from an Edgar Allan Poe play, but you just pick up bits here and there, depending on where you're wandering, Matthew, it's amazing, like one point, I was left in a room with this actress, it's all there, all the costumes amazing, all the sets are amazing, but it's like 100 different rooms, you go through stairs, down winding alleys, into the basement, was on my room in my own in a room with this actress. She ushered all the other people out of the room, locked the door, took my mask off, tried to kiss me. How do you explain a thing like that? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll give her fifty to... quid. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's how. I said, yeah, this place taking a turn for the better." Love. Is it scary then? Yeah, it's scary. Cause you don't know how to react to people. Do you know what I mean? I you bet sort... you were just scared because you had to wear a mask.
1: <laughs> they can't come for this up. Huh? Excuse me, uh, you should probably know that I was Shaker of the Year some time <laughs> ago, and I was once given an award. Well, I wanted
0: to go with that, or when you told me about it, and then, really cruelly, you went, you wouldn't like it, Madge, you'd be too cynical about it, you wouldn't go with it. He would have been cynical, oh, I here would, we go, another argument on the stairs. He would have been cynical, all right, well, we'll go again, yeah? Yeah. Right, right we How long's it on for? to april or something you guys, then you'll be all right little no all going around <laughs> going,
1: Psst, matt matt here watch this bit don't go in there that bit's really dull watch this bit of this guy oh this guy's great he's got to be, be seen to be believed. bravo bravo <laughs> it's me again yes look hey hey have a peep under the mask toots what another smacker
0: i'll be able to lose you in there quite easily because you will get getting away from masks, me. I'll, I'll put will. a badger on your backside i'll scoat you in jam i'll smear <laughs> you with a scent i'll follow you around i'll hunt you down like a bloodhound i'll be like ansel gretel i'll be dropping little bread out of a Bread bag, I'll put a banana in your hood, You ate that, Then not A little banana in your hood, You'll think, Look at me, it's like eyes wide shut. I'm nobody <laughs> sweeping around these corridors like eyes wide shut. When they finally be thinking, Look at that tit with a banana in his hat. That's what they'll all be thinking, all thinking about your little hat, Nala. Things that have happened to me, pin, pin, Nana. banana in my hat. Yeah. Not good things. Of course they're not good things. That's why you've grown up what to happened be. happened to you share some sexual abuse (laughs) pop that in your pipe and smoke it i'll soon come through the other side luckily i grew up completely unaffected What I get bulimia
1: then hey, then
0: I got some bulimia right up my sex abuse pipe Before ten minutes was done. I was addicted
1: to a drug right on my bulimia patch <laughs> Then I, I went to an elopment. I got some arson down my bulimia look
0: mate My struggle against adversity is not only the top-selling book of recent weeks But perhaps the greatest novel ever written not novel book <laughs> <laughs> now I can't remember what's the one, what's just real. just admit that it's not true. Hey, whoa, hip-hop, hooray, ho, bookie, wookie wookie. That bookie-wook is one of the best bits of writing I've done. Do a stream of consciousness, because you're in that state of mind where well, your mind will just spill just out Just do weirdness. anything. Well, you think of the Kiora Crows. I wonder what those little guys know. They seem to know something running around. But what if they end up in a game of Twister? What if they call their wax then a wife, mister? What if they had a daughter made of water? But then they fed her crackers in her bottom, then what she called? Out of a mouth, rive to talk, ry to talk. You walk the walk, Barney the Dinosaur, is he helping children, is he making the world grow? No, he's taking us backwards, we're back in the dinosaur ages, Jurassic. Wow, I'm feeling kind of massive, I was breastfed once by a boy who looked like a swan, At least he did in the neck, his life was a wreck. Oh no, it's Beak of the Week, Beak of the Week, can you hear me speak? Oh no, I'm crying a tear of red paint, is you is or is you ain't? <laughs> he is an anagram of naive, I met a man on a bus, he was called Steve he said he was the bus driver but he conducted himself like a conductor he had lightning coming out of his fingers ringo Starr giving us <laughs> percussion oh no i think it might be russian At least he seemed communist i'm not a realist i listen to stanley kowalski i am a natural actor tennessee williams tennessee williams michael winterbottom is making my film you're not allowed to say that i is though michael winterbottom he made <laughs> 24-hour party people he made a road to guantanamo he made wonderland he's making the film and the book he going to a great work of art, Matt, as long as I don't die between now and then. Just help me get through the show, mate. That's all I ask. You want to listen to right <laughs> Up to Online, on digital, back on drugs. It's me, Russell Brad. I'm not on drugs, don't worry. You're right, Matt. Yeah, I was just wondering if you want me to play some music. Yeah, what so I can get me a together. I mean, obviously, that song that you just made up was the sweetest music you've ever heard. <laughs> Sweet as candy, Wanny. So that's mad that your brain does that. Yeah, I think that might be the very core of my genius, but also my mental illness. You're sitting on that geezer of words all the time. Yeah, bloody things, all them thoughts spilling out me head. It was like a Mighty Boosh episode, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is you like some it. crossover there. Yeah, I know, that's probably why I get on with that lad, Noel Fielding. He comes in here sometimes when you're on holiday. I didn't want to worry you, but, you know. Yeah, why well, is it on DVD? Oh, look, some footage from the radio show. Well, I think It's that, the one I'm not on. Well, it's probably because, you know. Because he's a sell. He'll sell the DVD because he's famous. No, I'm not. <laughs> you are, though. Because no, remember not. how good he was in the Kerouac, yes. yes. yeah, a pack of shack. Good, weren't Yes. Ever are good. He was effectively your driver. Not really, because what about them bits when we were just talking? You're going, I used to come around his house. He was off his head on heroin. And I didn't like him when I first met him. Yeah, you I know, Selfish it. little But pig. I went on to say, then I grew to, you know. Dislike him less. <laughs> <laughs> over time, my dislike <laughs> became sort of a pseudo hate. Um, should we listen to a record? Yes. Alright then. Or should we listen to the Only Fools and Horses TV theme? Yes! Yes! That may be the answer we've been looking for. Can you sing over it? Stick a pony in mid pocket. I'll fetch the suitcase from the van. Cos if you want the best and you don't ask questions Then, brother, I'm your man Cos where it all comes from is a mystery It's like the changing of the seasons and the tides of the sea But here's the one that's driving me berserk Why do only fools and horses work? la-la-la-la, la-la-la-la La. Rodney! Rodney! Okay, Marlene! Marlene! You What's know <laughs> that? Of Boy! Off heart, don't you? Huh? Do you know scenes and episodes off by heart? Yeah, they're all stuck in there somewhere down in the old brain box. Um, I used to think when I was little that that was Rodney singing that, cos it sounds a bit like him. I was just thinking, that's Rodney singing that. I didn't like it when Rodney was in that other, um, sitcom with that Where woman. Was married The to two, two of us. Was it yeah, I didn't like that, cos it was meant to be in our minds. It was sort of like, oh, what if Rodney got married? Yeah. Um, and the writing went bad. <laughs> well that's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah and I also know, when that. Rodney could go back in time. What about when Rodney just learned to go back in time, Matt? That really threw away all the hard work of the first ten series of <laughs> Falls. What Horses? about when Del Boy was a detective called Frost? Suddenly, <laughs> out of nowhere, Del Boy's got trying to solve a puzzle. He's trying to solve a puzzle over a couple of hours about someone's done a murder. And duck killer he was. What about, right? This is ridiculous <laughs> when Del Boy become a duck. Oh, what, look hey, he at him for a cartoon. Yeah, it was stupid, is not it? Oh, you get it, ducky poos. Yeah, hey, we found him, the bloke who does the voice. Right, yes, where we is we We did find him, Matt, and then out of Poisoners... And I'm gonna use this word, racism. Nick <laughs> refused to let him come on the show. Where where is he from, Nick, the gentleman who does that voice? Manchester. So Nick is admitting, basically, to being racist against people in Manchester. So if you're listening to this in Manchester, here's Nick Phillips' email address, Nick <laughs> at bbc.co.uk, aka Oswald Mosley Apologist. Send him letters and make him understand that you, the people of Manchester, have as much right to be on Count Dacula as anybody else. Matt, you're right. Yes. <sighs> it's been a weird show, hasn't it? It has actually. Really weird. When I was laying down on the ground floor. I for would ages. be surprised someone came in and oh no, sorry that wasn't going out. <laughs> slightly relieved <laughs> doesn't seem like this remember when we were children we wanted to be on radio or be famous or whatever and listen, to a lad what did you do i was just bookish bookish you little nerd you were not bookish say hello to maria all right mariello who is she that's all you need to know you've signed maria, a book for yeah i just murdered girl called <laughs> maria <laughs> what does she want from us old maria just wanted me to say to you as well, soon as you're a jukebox now for my needs and whims I've become a jukebox need shop? When did that happen? I don't know. I asked you to do that little, you know... Stream of consciousness thing. You did that. Came pouring out that low valve mind gunk, didn't it? Oh, Matthew, well, it's my nerves, I think. Right, now, look, we ain't got long to do this radio show. Five minutes, and I pledge to you, listeners of BBC Radio 2, to make this the best damn five minutes of radio ever. Better than War of the Worlds, Biles and Will. Better than that thing Bob Dylan does on another radio show. Better than any radio I've ever heard. Come on, Matt, let's really go for it. Okay. Got anything you want to say about... Um, come on this is really good start oh yeah there's an email there was a story about a bird that went into a shop through an automatic door and then would steal a bag of chris and eat them brilliant <laughs> you see we'll make a movie of it. we're gonna make a movie about this little seagull <laughs> oh. birds used to like peck open milk bowls right and drink mm-hmm. the milk but now people don't have milk bowls. so what are those birds, birds last do? time you saw a milk bowl no, never. Oh, Graham, our engineer, just put his hand up, so I think it's a milk bottle in the ceiling somewhere <laughs> hovering above his head. I once met a girl whose boobs reminded me of milk bottles, not just because they contained milk, potentially, if made pregnant, but just because there was something about the shape. You know, the way that the neck, go, the bottlenecking. What, do you mean when she was, like, hanging forward? Not really, necessarily. No, just in any position. I, would, I don't know how much no, of it. How unfortunate! Where did you meet her? The circus. As a matter of fact, it was at school. But I too was at school at that stage. So, well, she had milk bottle length boobs at school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she school. Did. I think she got. called serious Don't say her name. Oh, everyone knew her. Milk outer. bottle knockers. <laughs> 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 got a lot of bottle. People would say. Nice cold, ice cold milk. <laughs> milk comes in and scores with vitamins. People would say, yeah, so there you go. This is pretty much the best radio anyone's ever heard, I'd say. Oh, yeah. It's educational, it's informative, it, it fulfills those reefing ideas of education and elevation. We've just taught people that someone at my school had milk bottle knockers. <laughs> bottle knocker, bottle knocker. We've gone mad. We've Who? got to get a taxi home from this and think... Yeah, we just did a right? two-hour radio How show. How did you think the show went? Yeah, it was good. Wasn't it? <laughs> Pretty good. I like the bit where you were mentally ill. Oh yeah, that bit was good. The bit where I was trying to stifle vomit while judging you by your shoes. Can I just say this time last year we mm. did a show where mm. in every song I vomited. Oh yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> That's a sponsorship time life? thing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Morgan's going to vomit during every it's record. puke. <laughs> no, yeah, I was, was so ill, way. but I still kept going professional. Just yeah, like, is that yeah. this time last year? Well, yeah, that was, it was about Christmas, a week ago. And then we did two shows in one day, one after the other. And, that awful. and in the middle, I went and did all my Christmas shopping in Selfridges. I came. I sick. I know, oh I'm not saying you didn't. I came. I came. I was there. Oi, where were you? Yeah? You weren't there, mate. I was in Selfridges. Geez, having to get himself up and come over here to do his pain. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, was, did it in it my mind, Gee. Right, okay, you're listening uh, to BBC Radio 2, online or digital. It's not, oh yeah, it might be a bit germy. It might be a bit, just talking just to it from it. a distance, I probably G. got it anyway. It's I met G's mum Rita the other day, Christmas station you come round. <laughs> <laughs> G's mum Rita, lovely lady. Makes you think, Rita. Well, Rita, good lovely name Rita. for a mum. We should play lovely Rita if we hadn't already played Lady Madonna. Let's say that that was for G's mum Rita. Rita, that was for you. Here he is, Mr. G, poet laureate of the show, friend, nobleman, <laughs> sex object. Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, this poem is called The End of Times. Take a peer inside a magical crystal ball as December swept aside and January greets us all. From a murder mystery to flirting with a beard of bees to hanging out with monkey chums alone on New Year's Eve, should old acquaintance be forgot, we reminisce on the keys to departed locks and sail the seven seas to lazy birds on the dock. Drift towards insanity as the new year shuts up shop. An upright beginning involves into the horizontal. The new year brings new cheer, new cuddles, new fondles. Remember to endeavour whatever the weather in 2008. It's forwards ever and backwards never.
0: Woo! Mr. G there, I even summons up some enthusiasm from the core of my owners. Backwards, never, forwards, ever. Did that is our that phrase, that's yeah. Did you yeah, did. I hope so. I stuck it in my
1: book and attributed it attribute. I was actually thinking him. that I remember there was a time I think we were walking mm. right from one bus stop to the other. Yeah. And we were thinking, should we catch the bus? Depressing and we said no forwards ever, backwards, ever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I, think, it I was. think that's where it was. That's where it came from. from forwards. It sounds forward. like
0: it's from something. It's from I him. His mouth. That's where it comes from, mate. Have a look under his gums. You might find more answers in there, more catchphrases and that. <laughs> Happy New Year to our listeners. Love you and that. Love who, love u, love who. Happy Christmas to everyone who's on the fan site now, sending each other a little messages across the world uh anyone else who should be happy new year to jesus, um, yeah, of what jesus. Done. uh other all religion the, muslim all buddha all, all the of children them. in the world all those little guys little punks love them oh yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> little children guys anyone who was offended by the bottle knock a bit perhaps because your knockers are like bottles. may <laughs> i say they looked great there was never a condemnation of them bottle knockers it's too hard though the image is too glassy yeah, hard. imagine bottles made of softness oh like those penny Chews. Penny chews, mate. For penny choose, yeah. Big penny chews. Penny chew, chew. <laughs> penny chew, chew. A penny chews, still a penny. I don't know, mate. I mean, they ought be. I I'm mean, we'll have to find out. Let's find out that before next year. and When we next talk, mate, two thousand. Well, not me and you. We'll talk in a second. But when we next on this radio show, two thousand and eight. That sounds so futuristic. Doom, doom, doom. All gone. Where's our laser bikes? Where's our wives and families? Where's everyone gone? <laughs> Where's our dignity? (laughs) Right, Okay. well, thank you very much for persevering with us. We tried our (laughs) level best. (laughs) I've not been very well. I'm going now to... I'm sorry, too. Matthew's sorry. We're all very sorry about our final show. We should have done a best of. Even We could have done a best of. We didn't have to do this. He said, no, not the fans. Not for that. Our fans deserve better, we said. (laughs) Unfortunately, they didn't get it. No, they got worse, but (laughs) (laughs) the intention was always better. Plus, I think someone mentioned that we don't get paid unless we come to the studio. So we thought well we deserve <laughs> our money and the fans deserve their show and what we make this for the fans, don't we? Yeah, who else do we make it for? Us and our money bags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah No money box. I got money box got money in it. It's a pig from that west I got a baby one. I never got the daddy one in the so I hate that guy big fat pig So uh, everyone who's listening we love you actual love actually if anyone's got Nathaniel, the you dad, can't send it pigs. in. No, because all, all my right, life, i never got in. in. All right, that goes as your Christmas and birthday, though. Yeah, from <laughs> me. That's your Christmas and birthday. Send Matt all the pigs, all lined up. We want them pigs. I've got all of them apart from the dad. Ah, oh, well, because you couldn't get it together. It's only about ten quid for the dad, was pounds. No offence, using that word. <laughs> sorry, but even if you knew Matt's background and mine, you would accept that that was completely legitimate and justified. So, uh, sorry, anyway. Uh, right, let's get you that thing. Yes, please. Give him it, you selfish. Don't be a selfish pig. If Kurt Cobain that had owned Nathaniel, then that would be the ideal present. Really? Right. I'll go ask and Courtney. ask Courtney Love. Tell her I'll Did- pay that bar bill. <laughs> Matt will pay your Groucho Club <laughs> bar bill if you can somehow find it in your art to desecrate Kurt's memory by handing over his piggy banks. Let's let's get that done then. Right. Well, thanks for listening to the show. In a minute, we're going to have some lovely old news. That's simply some stuff that's happened, told to you in a way that makes your life manageable and stops you going into the streets and overfrying the government. This is BBC Radio Two, online, on digital, and on eighty-eight to ninety-one FM. Talk to you in a Boy, I love you, boy.